Shalom Ubrach, we are up to Moyid Koton Daf Chofhei. Today's Daf primarily discusses the death of Talmud Chachamim and some stories about the Tanoim uh, Amaroim that passed away and what they did by their Levayus. But we begin with a Mishnah that tells us that only the Kravim of Ames are Cholzin, it means they bear their shoulder according to Rashi, and they have the first Suda that's supplied by others. And they only have that Suda on a Mitazakufa. They sit on an upright bed. Now the Gemara tells us, wait, 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 wait. The only people who ever tear Kriya are Kravim. I have a whole bunch of people that we tear Kriya for, and they're not Kravim. Number one, the Talmud Chacham. The Brasa tells us that when Chacham passes away, everyone is like his Kravim. Everyone tears Kriya on him. And the Gemara says, yeah, our Mishnah wasn't talking about a Chacham. When the person who dies is not a Chacham, then only the relatives tear Kriya. The Gemara continues. Is that true? What about an Adam Kasher? Bryce tells us that when Adam Kasher passes away, that Katanim pass away so that people will be Mezabel on an Adam Kasher. That doesn't really make so much sense. Why would the Bershalom take away Katanim so that people will cry? No. People pass, pass away when they're Katanim because their parents were not Mezabel on an Adam Kasher. Someone who does cry is Miss Abel on an Adam Kasher passes away. His Michael, he gets all his Averis erased because of that covered. You see that everyone is Miss Abel on an Adam Kasher, not just the Kroivim. So the Gemara has to say, yeah, the Mishnah was not talking about an Adam Kasher either. So it's not a Chacham, not an Adam Kasher. Third try. We learned that anyone who's there at the moment when the Neshama leaves the body, everyone's Chayv to Ter Kriyo. It's like a, a safer Torah that's being burnt. So Alamai the Gemara says, yeah, that's not what I'm just talking about. We're talking about someone who's not a Chacham, not on the Mekasher, and you were not there at the time of the Misa's Neshama, then the only people who will tear Kriya are his relatives. Now, moving on to the stories, the Gemara tells us that when Rav Safta passed away, their Rabbanu weren't tearing Kriya because they didn't learn from him. And Abayi said, Cheva, what are you doing? It doesn't say that only when your Rebbe passes away, everyone tears Kriya. When a Chacham passes away, it doesn't have to be your Rebbe. And second of all, we're always talking about Rev Safra. We're learning his Torah in the base Madrash. So they thought, okay, we didn't tear Kriya, so we're not going to tear Kriya. But Abai told them, no, there's a Mishnah that says that as long as we're doing the Hespit for the Talmud Chacham, you still tear Kriya. So they were going to tear Kriya immediately. And Abai said, whoa, wait till after the Hespit. And then amidst the Leviah, tear Kriya there. That's covered for the Chacham. When Avuna passed away, they wanted to put a safer Torah on his bed to show that he was making everything in the safer Torah. And Rav Chista said, look, Rav Huna wouldn't do this even when he was alive. And now, now that he's he's passed away, his neshom isn't, isn't here, if we're going to put a safer turn on a bed, oh. Rav Tachlifa saw Rav Huna come. He wanted to sit on a bed, but there was a safer turn there. So he first took the safer turn off. He put it on a, flipped over a bucket, put the safer turn on there, and then he sat on the bed. Because he held that it's also to sit on a bed that has a safer turn on it. Now, by Rav Huna, there wasn't enough space in the doorway to get out the mitah. So they thought maybe to take Rav Huna out of the house through the roof. Rav Chista said, that's not covered for a time. Chacham, you have to take him out of the door. So they thought, okay, let's put him on another bed. And Rav Chista said, no, that's not a good idea either. It's not covered for the Chacham. He should stay on the first bed that he was. We learned this by David Malach, who kept the Oren HaKodesh on the original wagon when they got it back from the Plishtim. Don't, don't move it on to something else. So uh, instead, by Rav Huna, they expanded the doorway and brought him out that way. They were saying uh, a hespid 
by Rav Huna. And Rabbi Abba said, you know, really, the Shechina should have been Shehra and Rav Huna, but since he lived in Bavel, Bavel didn't have the, didn't allow the Shechina to be Shehra on him. So Menachem Barchista calls out in the middle of the He's like, hey, what are you talking about? We saw by Echesko Bebuzi, he came from Kazdem, and he had the Shechina Shehra on him. So Rav Huna's father started tapping with his sandal. He said, shush. Okay, first of all, this is not the place to be Hakig Taira. It's a Hespid. Second of all, it doesn't say that Echesko was there. It says that he was from there. He had been in Eretz Yisrael, and that's where he got the Ruach HaKadosh. Now, when they finally got to Eretz Yisrael, so they said, oh, Rav Huna's here. And uh, Rav Ami and Rav Asi weren't so excited. They're like, what? Rav Huna's going to come, and he's going to take over our, our position as Rosh Hashiva. They didn't realize that he wasn't alive. So they clarified, and they said, no, Rav Huna's Arun is here. So... Rav Ami and Rav Asi went out to greet him. Rav Ilo and Rav Hanino did not go out for this Leviah. Some say it was the opposite. Okay, so why did some of the Rosh Hashivas go out? Well, because there's a price that says that when an Oren moves from one place to another, we have a, a full Leviah. We have the, the line of people saying Tanchumim, and we say Berchaz Avelim and Tanchumim Avelim. And the ones who didn't go out to greet Rav Huna's Aron, that's because they have a b'risa that says that when an Oren is moved from one place to another, we don't do all these steps of Avelos. As the Gemara points out, you know, you just quoted two b'risas that are perfect contradictions. So the Gemara says it depends on whether the body is shulling, whether it's a complete body. When the body is complete, there's still the full Avelos. When not, there's not. Now, Ravuna's body was shulling, but the ones that didn't go out, they didn't know. That is, by the way, showing they assumed that it wasn't, and that's why they didn't go out to join the Leviah. So they're trying to figure out who's going to bury Rav Huna? He kept Torah and Klai Yisrael. Where, where should we bury him? Put him next to Rav Chia, who also kept Torah and Klai Yisrael. Now, who's going to actually bring his body to bury him? So Rav Chaga said, I'll do it. Because I am one of, I'm his Talmud. I was there for 18 years, learning Torah by him, and I didn't see Kerry once. So I learned by Rav Huna, Bikdusha. And I also learned by him uh, that I once saw that his tefillin strap was flipped over and Rav Huna fasted 40 tainesim because of this. It's brought down that it's referring to the, the tefillin shal roish, ruined the name Shakai that is composed of the knots of the tefillin. So Rav Chaga Taka brought Rav Huna to his Makam Kavura. And when he got there, Rav Huna had two sons, Chizkiah and Yehuda. So it seems that they were dead. And Yehuda turns to Chizkiah and said, let's get up for a covet of our father who just came. So they stood up. And when they stood up, a, a pillar of fire stood up with them. And it was such a, a blazing force. And when Rav Chaga saw it, he protected himself from this fire using the Oren of Rav Huna. And let's talk about how he survived it. You have another story when uh, Rav Chista passed away. So they thought to put a Sefer Torah on his bed. Rav Yitzchak said, look, his Rebbe wouldn't have done this. Why would, why would we do it to him? To have him on the same bed as a Sefer Torah? They also thought that they shouldn't pin up their Kriya after they tore it to, to pin it up. Not to sew it up, but to pin it, pin, pin it together. But Rav Yitzchak Barami says that when, when it comes to Avelis for Rachacham, you're not a, a Karav. As soon as you turn away from the Mita, you're allowed to pin up the Kriya. When Rabbi Bar Huna passed away, and Rav Hamruna 
brought him to Eretz Yisrael. Rav Amruna rather also passed away and was being brought together with Rabbi Barahuna. And they were being carried, the two Aruns were being carried on camels. And they got to this bridge, the, the camels stopped. So there's, there's an Arab merchant there and said, what's going on? So they explained to him, well, these are two rabbis and uh, neither camel wants to go ahead of the other one, the other one. So the Arab merchant said, well, obviously, Rabbi Barav Huna should go first. Okay, so they, <laughs> the camel's passing like the Arab and Rabbi Barav Huna's camel went first and then immediately the jaw and teeth of this Arab fell out for saying flippantly that Rabbi Hamnuno was not on par with Rabbi Barav Huna. There was a hesped given by a young Tamachacham, and he said, his children came up from Bavel with, a sefer, with the Sefer Mochamais. This curse was double that came up from Shinar. There's an anger from Hashem on the world, but Hashem is joyous to be able to greet these Neshamas like Akala. When uh, Ravina passed away, he said a hesped, uh, the, the Masped said, the palm trees wave for the tzaddik. We should make our nights like day, the same way they spent their nights learning like it was daytime. Rev Ashi asked these eulogizers, what are you guys going to say by my Levaya? So they said, if cedar trees caught fire, what are, what are we going to do? These little, we're little tiny little trees. If the Leviathan was caught by a hook, then what about us, these little fish, we're, we're, we're also going to die. And there's a word about this, that uh, there's two ways to catch a fish. You can catch it with a net where you chop the whole body. But when it comes to Tam and Chacham, the Malach has to find one little Pesach to try to slip a hook in in order to chop him from El Mazeh because everything else is Kulei Tairu Mitzvahs. He continued the Hesped that if a, a raging stream can go dry, uh, yeah. what about us, little puddles? So Bar Avin turned to him and said, wow, what are, you, what, are you, what are you saying? You think Tzadik and Muna are catching fire? Rather, we'll say that we're not being Mesavel on the on the Tzadik when, about Ravashi, who is standing right there, by the way. We are saying it has been for us because we're sad. He's in a, in a Maka Menucha. Ravashi was distraught from hearing these Hespedim about himself. And because of that distress, these uh, Maspedim, their feet turned upside down. And the day of the husband, they weren't actually able to make it to the Leviah. And this is what, what Ravashi said, that Bar Kipuk is not able to have Chalitza done on him because his feet are on backwards. A Chalitza has to be done Al Raglov, not Tachas Raglov. When Rava showed up in the city of Diglas, so Bar said, uh, someone uh, get up and say something. So they stood up and they said this beautiful vart about having a, a Tamachochem come and visit, visit us. Rabbi Chanin who was the son-in-law of the Nasi? He didn't have any sons. So he davened, and he had a son. But the day that he had a son, he died. So by that hesped, the masped said, the simcha turned into avelas. This the, the joy and the sorrow are welded together. Because what, while Hashem granted us, gave him the, the greatest gift in the world, he also took away the greatest gift of life. And they named their son Hanan because of the Hanino, the beautiful gift that, that that it was, but also the gift that was lost. When Rabbi Yechonah passed away, Rabbi Yitzchok ben Elozer said that today is a tremendously harsh day for Klai Yisrael. It's like the day that, it's like, it's like a sun setting in the evening. 
when Rabbi Yochanan passed away, Rav Ami sat Shiva for seven days and 30 days. Rabbi Abba pointed out that that was a Chumrah because Rabbi Yochanan says that even on a Rebbe that teaches you Chachma, there's only one day of Avela. So that 7 and 30 was a Chumrah. When Rabbi Zera passed away, the Masbid said that the, the land where he was was raised in Shinar and in Eretz Yisrael, what are we going to tell them? They lost such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing. When Rabbi Avo passed away, the pillars in Kisaria were crying. When Rabbi Yosef passed away, the gutters in Tipairi were spurting blood. When Rabbi Yaakov passed away, the stars were shining by day. The whole, the whole force, all the forces of nature were in confusion. When Rabbi Asi passed away, the trees, the trees uprooted themselves. When Rabbi Yechia passed away, these clouds of fire came out of the sky. When Rabbi Nachem, Rabbi Yosi passed away, all the statues went blank. When Rabbi Tachem passed away, all the statues of the kings were cut down. When Rabbi Yashiv passed away, there were 70 tunnels that were dug in Ardoi because all the thieves were scared they no longer had the protection of the Gadol. When Rabbi Nuna passed away, there was a tremendous hailstorm from Shemayim. When, when uh, Rabbah and Rabbi Yosef passed away, the bridges on Nahar Paras broke and the two riverbeds came together. When Abai Rava passed away, the same happened to the riverbeds of Diglas. And when Rabbi Masharshi passed away, the palm trees grew thorns instead of dates. And we only hear Semchas. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.